0: How's it going everybody, I'm Brian for Pop Culture Casting and today we are talking about Behind Enemy Lines. This is a 2001 John Moore directed war action film that has clear cat and mouse elements. The movie has a good overall story that is brought to life by effective performances. However, the lack of historical and political context and the over-stylized cinematography and editing prevent this movie from reaching its full potential. The plot focuses on Lt. Chris Burnett, a U.S. naval aviation navigator who, while on a recon mission, is shot down over restricted airspace. Burnett survives, but witnesses the execution of his pilot. A cat-and-mouse device is then employed as Burnett must escape both pursuing troops and a determined and ruthless marksman in his attempt to reach a rescue location. Complicating the matter is the fact that Admiral Reitgart, Burnett's commanding officer, faces political pushback in his rescue operation. Broadly, the film's pacing nicely fits the narrative. The beginning is strong when it establishes the main characters, and when Burnett is forced to survive and evade his enemies, that's when the hunt really propels the development of the film. The dysfunction and politicization of the military is portrayed in a shocking manner. When Burnett makes it to the designated location, he is told that that site is actually no good and he needs to go to an alternate location. This actually happens frequently, which hampers the pacing and becomes obnoxious, though viewers will definitely sympathize with Burnett's plight. If viewers like Burnett persevere through this movie, the film's conclusion is actually quite superb and is worth the wait. Although macro-level parts of the story are well done, like I mentioned here, with it broadly fitting the pace with the story, there is a major downside regarding the lack of context. Unless audiences are keenly aware of the Bosnian War and Bosnian Genocide, you will likely be confused by the non-American characters and situation presented in this movie, particularly those who are in pursuit of Burnett. As a result, audiences will have no choice but to view the characters in reductive terms as, oh, these guys are chasing Burnett, so they must be the bad guys, and that is not the best thing to have. This really actually just nullifies all the intricacies and complexity of the situation. Viewers will realize that the circumstances are indeed complex, but will likely lack a deeper understanding and nuance of the setting given the dearth of exposition. This could have been fixed by having an opening text at the beginning that brings audiences up to speed about the developments in the area of Burnett's operation. Another suggestion would have been to have little one to two or three sentence uh, text blurbs as each character was being introduced. And this would have fit into the overstylization of the movie and that they could have like zoomed in, stopped. Uh, had a still of the character and then the text come on and kind of tell you who they are, what faction they're with, and kind of that situation there, but they didn't do that. So as a result, you're just essentially left in the dark. Behind Enemy Lines is infused with tones of abandonment, survival, a cat and mouse hunt, and it shows that how politics Can have a direct impact on people's lives, whether this is good or bad. And you don't really need to look too far in the world now to realize that, but this movie also fleshes that out quite well. The tones help round out the story and add flair and tension that will likely keep audiences rooting for Burnett's survival. Sadly, the aforementioned pacing problems do tie into this and actually dull the tone's edge, and that is a shame. The performances are well done. Owen Wilson's Chris Burnett is initially a babbler, but as his mission becomes more and more serious and dire, he becomes more sympathetic, and that is appreciated as a viewer. By the end of the film, you will likely be irked by the military's treatment of the situation, but will have great respect for Burnett and Admiral Rygaard. In all, Wilson's performance is excellent. Gene Hackman gives a strong performance as Admiral Rygaard. It is great to watch this relationship between Burnett and Rygaard grow as the film progresses. Viewers will not envy Rygaard for the web of politics in which he is entangled and for the difficult decisions that he has to make. It's like, well, I wouldn't want to make those decisions, but I'll watch you make them instead. Hackman's portrayal of all of this is effectively done and terrific overall. Vladimir Mashkov, Sasha the tracker, is intimidating, albeit a bit comical. His ruthless nature is depicted well, and Sasha is a good hunter and is not someone you would want following you around the war-torn Balkans. However, his seriousness is probably amped up a little too much and this ties into the style of the movie and It really kind of makes for light humorous elements and a presentation as he's this big bad killer and it's like, oh no, he's on screen now, let's be scared and it's kind of like, okay guys, let's try to take this a little bit more seriously and that would probably help you out in the end, but they did not do that. In terms of cinematography and editing, Behind Enemy Lines has an over-reliance on fast zooms and fast forward style shots and editing. This is acceptable if it were used sparingly, but that's not the case as these elements are used throughout the entire film, so much so that they become pretty distracting. Sadly, traditional zooms, dolly zooms, and extreme close ups are not used to the best effect. It is understandable that the director and cinematographer We're going for a stylized presentation that kind of sets it apart from other action movies, but I found that to not only detract from the story's serious tones, but from the narrative's emotional elements. For the most part, the cinematography just fell flat as a viewer. The second unit and library shots, however, did look great and were well blended with the principal photography, so I do want to add that. John Moore's direction of Behind Enemy Lines is varied, if you haven't figured that out already, and is pretty bipolar. He does a great job depicting the characters, specifically Burnett and Rygart, but the -the over-the-top manner in which Sasha is portrayed really tarnishes his image. This is a shame because deep down, Sasha the Tracker has the framework for being a terrific antagonist, but that's just really not brought to fruition. The lack of necessary story context will likely leave a decent cross-section of audiences confused about the interplay in this complex, bloody conflict. This, mixed with the film's larger presentation and style, which was not effective for this type of film, will probably leave viewers feeling tepid about the movie in general. Rounding out this oscillating nature and bipolarity of Moore's direction is the fact that the ending is actually terrific and superb, and quite emotional. In the end, Behind Enemy Lines is a fun action film, but it has clear problems. Despite having a good story foundation, the lack of context and the film's peculiar style preclude this movie from reaching its full potential. Fortunately, the conclusion is remarkably done and is worth the wait in and of itself. This film is a good movie if you simply want a mindless popcorn action flick, which is exactly how it should be treated. So that's my review of Behind Enemy Lines. Be sure to let me know your thoughts in the comments below and on our social media channels. As always, there's a full detailed written review at popculturecrossing.com. And if you're watching the video or if you're listening on the iTunes or Google Regardless of if you're watching or listening, actually, I would appreciate it if you would consider subscribing if you enjoy our reviews, or if you could give us ratings on the audio versions. That would help us out a lot, and we would appreciate all the support we can get. In the meantime, why don't you let me know what your favorite Owen Wilson movie is? I look forward to hearing what you have to say there, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Bye.